the national champion is clad in you know. big orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. 20, 10, He's got it. Inbound. Touchdown Titans. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. Tennessee has pulled a miracle. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Drake Holly and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. Good afternoon and welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Coach Mike. And if you hear a little, maybe a little echo sound, it's because we're doing some work here at the studios, making things brighter, newer, better, shined up, and uh, don't have quite all of our sound reverb equipment into the studio at this point but i think we can get by this yeah it's it's, it's no big deal but we, we put up with the wind gusts and stuff like that when we're outside absolutely so. <laughs> absolutely but what is a big deal is the murray county middle school championship game will be played tonight at lindsey nelson stadium out there right next door to columbia central high school in the murray county park here in columbia as the undefeated Whitthorn Middle School Tigers take on the once-defeated Battle Creek Bears out of Spring Hill or that, North Murray County. And obviously that one defeat has come at the hands of Whitthorn, so they've right. got revenge on their minds. Right. In week three, Whitthorn beat Battle Creek 22-8, to and that was in week three, and obviously uh, that was you know, a while back. So now let's uh, – Let's have a little rematch in the championship game, and I don't think uh, we could ask for anything better. Uh, as as the game kicks off tonight at 6.30, we will have the game right here on 101.7. Myself and Big Lou Maddox will be uh, on color and analyst uh, on the game, and uh, we'll have a game day show that will kick off at 5, five o'clock. Is that correct, Mike? Yep. 5 o'clock, so tune in at 5, or load the kids and the family up and come on out to Lindsey Nelson Stadium, uh, but where the game will be played and kicks off at 6.30 on Jim Cartwright Field. Um, and we will be broadcasting, like I said, live from Mary and Will Hoyt Press Box uh, and the Dan Janes Media Center. Did I get all those names? Yeah, right? I think you did. It, it, okay, uh, that's, that's true. That field has that field has so many memorial elements to it. That, uh, uh, and, and and again, it's not all memorials. Some of it's right? just an honor. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. But, uh, Dan Dan is still here, and he and, wants everybody to know. And he'll he's be still, and he'll be doing the PA announcement. There tonight. you go. So, uh, boy, these two teams are coming together. Uh, Whitthorn has just been steamrolling through this season. Uh, I think and they, that 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 team is coached by James Dickinson, who is who works here, here at one hundred one point seven, uh, in his day job, and then and then goes and coaches Whitthorn Middle School uh, in his. I won't say a, nighttime job, but moonlighting job, yeah. but but. He does it because he loves football yeah, and he loves community, kids. His community job. There Absolutely. Go. And so uh, so tonight we'll see him and his uh, Whitthorn Middle School Tigers go up against Battle Creek Bears. And we'll 
Yeah, it's been see uh, what happens. Like you said, uh, Withorn has just been steamrolling through through the county this uh, this year, and they, they've had a you know they got a really strong team. They've got, uh, from what I understand, they got a, you know a very talented quarterback and two very very talented running backs, along with a pretty good sized line. So when you you're loaded up like that in middle school, you're you've got a pretty right. good load. That's why they're eight and zero. Yeah, Battle Creek is is strong. Uh, they've got a good sized team. Uh, they they came off of a a battle with Mount Pleasant uh, last Saturday and it was a close game for for part of, you know for most of it and I think they kind of pulled away at the end when Mount Pleasant had to take some chances on uh, trying to get some scores and you know uh, they took advantage of, of the of the risks that they had to take to get back in the game but uh, uh, so you got two teams that are very uh, uh, very competitive, very, I would say, pretty evenly matched. I wouldn't say very evenly matched. I think Whitthorn does, you know, they're, they're, I think they're heads and tails better than than anybody okay. else this year. But Battle Creek, uh, is, is, like I said, it's got revenge on their mind, and they think they can uh, uh, they can give them a game. Well, and uh, the first time can happen. The first time they met, only a couple of – Whitthorn won 22-8, so that's only a couple of, couple touchdowns, of touchdowns. And uh, – in football, that's not a whole lot. Um, so we'll see what happens. They teed up at 630 tonight. Like we said, Lindsey Nelson Stadium, uh, Murray County Park, right next to Columbia Central High School. Uh, and you guys come out and enjoy the game. And uh, this is the Murray County Middle School Championship game. Yeah. Uh, and so we're excited to bring that to you right here on 11.7 as our game day show begins at 5 o'clock and kick off at 630. And for all our followers on Friday nights, this is our game of the week right. for but this week. Because uh, of fall break. Well, we got this week, all the teams are playing out of town. Oh, okay. I, so, I, uh, the game of the week uh, will not be uh, got This is the game of the week, you know, got like you. I said. Um, and, of course, uh, Central, uh, Lou and Lee Maddox will be doing the Central game at Franklin County Friday okay. night. Uh, but we won't have the, the normal game of the week. And then next uh, week. Next week, all the schools are off in Murray right. County. Okay, so that fall is break. fall break. Okay. So, uh, and, and we won't have a uh, okay. our normal show. And then we'll be back We'll be back in the saddle with uh, things going the following week. Okay. I personally, Mike, I, can, I personally consider October one of the greatest months, if not the greatest month of the whole year. Um, and there's just numerous reasons for that, why I feel that way about October. Um not only is it time for Oktoberfest, where the uh, the German celebration of, of beer uh, <laughs> abounds in many different communities. We just had just had one, even though mm-hmm. it was in September. We just had one this past weekend over at Riverwalk Park here in Columbia uh, for Room at the Inn, um, or Room in the Inn. We're at the Inn, Room, room in the Inn. In the inn. I- It'll, it'll, they'll take either work, yeah, one. They'll, they'll take it's, your money either way. It was a fundraiser, <laughs> and we we entered Carl into the dog into the weenie dog races, and Carl didn't quite understand what he was doing, nor did other dogs. So, uh, but anyway, the greatest time of the year has to be the whole month of October, and like I said, not only because of Oktoberfest. and the celebration of beer and bratwurst, and you know just basic revelry and drinking all parties German sure (laughs) but all the sports it seems like come together in that one month I mean we've got 
um, college football, and you know, and it's just it's prime prime time right now. Uh, the NFL is really kicking into gear in week number five. Uh, the NHL has started up with their pregame uh, scheduling, and and their and the start of their season is just right around the corner. Major League Baseball has the classic. Uh, they just got through with the wild card rounds. We'll talk about that a little bit. The NBA has even started up with some of their preseason games. Um, the WNBA is in the middle of their of of their playoffs and finals and they just mentioned they're expanding to another team in the San Francisco Bay Area. Yeah, and um, did you mention NASCAR is in and the I middle just, of their playoffs? NASCAR is in the middle of their playoffs right now. And for racehorse fans, thoroughbred racehorse fans like myself, the Breeders' Cup is run at the end of the end of this month, which is the Super Bowl of thoroughbred horse racing. Um and so you know if you're a sports fan and you can't get excited about the month of October. If you and what can't we're find living something in right to now, watch, you're in trouble. <laughs> you got a problem, man. You're not a sports yeah. fan. You need to get with it. You know, I heard a- reboot. You know what I'm saying? Unplug yourself and plug yourself back in and reboot uh, because, you know, we're in the middle of a cornucopia of sports. You name it, there's hardly a sport you can name that is not going on right now and during the month of October. Yeah. I mean, uh, in fact, uh, just to add to that, soccer has uh, – I think the Nashville Soccer Club is getting ready to start their playoff run. I think okay. they've got two more games left in their season, and and then they're getting ready to start their playoff run. I did hear an interesting little tidbit of information uh, about, about for football fans. Starting last night with the Middle Tennessee game uh, over Jacksonville, there will be 79 straight days – that football will be on TV somewhere. Wow! On the cable, live football will be on somewhere on the, well, that on the runs, cable. That pretty much runs all the way through Christmas. Yeah, that basically runs it through the end of the season now. But that football will be played. Wow! Somewhere, uh, that would be, know, high, I, that'd be got, high school. Not excuse me, not high school, but college and, and a pro, pro will be played somewhere on TV. For seventy nine straight. You know, days. I have a feeling. I've got to feel like Vegas and the Vegas and the sports books have something to do with that <laughs> type of scheduling. They want yeah. people. They want action twenty four hours a day. They don't want anybody any downtime. And I just feel as though, like last night, there were two college games on last night. Uh, Wednesday night, yeah. And, and I happened to pick over in both of those and got them right and, and made a little make a little change finally. Uh, well, but I'm I'm just I'm just Vegas saying Vegas knows the more people play, the more Vegas wins. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> and, and that that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. So I, I just say, you know, Vegas has to have their hands somewhere in that scheduling to keep that much football on consecutive nights for the next three months. Told, uh, yeah. Let's say three months. Yeah. Okay. Eighty days uh, now. Uh, I tell you what Vegas doesn't have their hands on, and that's the romance between Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. (laughs) Everything else does. (laughs) Now, you know, and, and, you know, I'm just just going to tell you, you know, people have been getting on the NFL about uh, using this this romance to kind of promote the NFL on their their Twitter or what is X now. They've they've actually put on the NFL official account, they've put pictures of – Travis and 
Taylor Swift. And, you know, some people call that shallow attempts to promote the NFL. Well, you know, they've got to promote – they got to use something to promote the NFL. If if they can bring and any does it need any, that help? Any corporate, any corporate. Well, they they feel as though they want everybody, and so yeah. everybody includes the young girls at this age. And do you know what, commonly known as you, Swifties? Do you know Do you know what the hottest selling jersey is in in the NFL right now? The Kelsey. Travis That's Kelsey. Right. That's exactly right. Of course, now Did Travis, you know, he needs to be a little bit careful. You know how Taylor Swift made her name. Well, <laughs> <laughs> she writes these songs about these bad break, bad well, I, high you know, profile she's, breakups. She's had John Mayer and etc. There's there's a bunch of there's there's, there's a long list of, of, of better go in with your eyes open, uh, buddy. So, so um, last Sunday night, Mike, the uh, Kansas City game. I think was it Kansas City and the Jets. Was that was that yep. Sunday night? Twenty-seven million viewers. Okay, uh, in a game that probably wouldn't have been watched and, by very many. Otherwise, and the spike that they got in that game was from young women. Now, is this? You know, like I said, is this, you know, they, the NFL's come up with home gating, you know, whether you throw a party at home and invite your friends over and all that type of stuff. You know, the and, 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 you know, the NFL's not like, in, it, not, not, it, not any different than, than the Coca-Cola Corporation or the Pepsi Corporation yeah. or Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light. They don't care. The earlier they can get, they, the, earlier, the earlier they can get people started on their product, the more likely those yeah. people are to stick with that product the rest of their lives. So why not start, especially young women who could yeah. kid probably one flip about NFL football. But yeah. if Taylor Swift is interested, hey, they you know how much they love Taylor Swift. So they're jumping in there, and the NFL is, is going to ride that horse until that horse breaks down. You know, yeah. or until they break up. I was I say, mean, you know what I mean? With it, one or the other. I don't. The, I, I, uh, you know, I wish the, I wish the two the best, but you know, I, you know, and, track and, records are track here's records. The, here's, I, here's the proof in the put. You know, is it working? Yes. Guess what we're talking about right now? Yeah, we're talking <laughs> about Taylor Swift. Yeah, it's so. working. So uh, now you said home gating. Is that, yeah, home is, that, gating. is that the new term for a watch party? That's kind of, yeah, that's, you know, and that's the NFL puts out kind of this home game. They Not long ago, they put out a home a game menu where what you would serve, you know, and trying to get people, yeah, the NCAA. you know, to throw a party at home, a reason to throw another party at home at your house, which I personally don't like to do because I don't like people coming in, messing my house up, tracking my floors up, using my bathroom, well, and then and then leaving, you know, uh, hammered and then forgetting what they did or said from the night before, and you know, and I've got to, well, my wife and I have to clean it all up. So yeah, I yeah well, I'm not a big party at bash, my house guy. Before we bash the NFL too much about that, you know, the NCAA is also had their version. They call it Fansville. Right, and I, you know, they, and, and it's a parody. You know, it's, sure it, it is. You know, they, they they've kind of set up a whole new uh, uh, advertising, soap opera, basically a a, com, a comic soap opera on advertising, advertising campaign like, yeah, with Doctor Pepper. Pepper, and and, uh, but, and, and it, I, I got to admit, those those are kind of funny 
The first they absolutely the first six, are the first six times you watch the commercial. After and, that, it gets a little. <laughs> and the newer versions, I people, I, I think people are interested in the newer version of those Fansville yeah. commercials as as each season goes on. Yeah. Just like just like Nissan and the Heisman Heisman House with uh, Tim Tebow yeah. and and that whole bunch of, of Heisman Trophy winners, and they go through little skits. So uh, it's just a new way to keep keep viewers engaged and uh and i don't i really don't blame the nfl one bit um you know uh they are two high profile individuals mr kelsey from the sports world miss swift from the uh, music entertainment business and for them to come together and uh form this bond that they've got i mean it's it it feels interest and uh if the nfl can bring in you know, a few hundred thousand or a million new or two million new fans off of it. By gosh, they're going to do it, and oh, I yeah. don't blame them. I don't blame them one bit. That's so that's what they're uh, in the business to do it. There you go. Uh, what else is going on? We're going to talk about the Bama A and M game coming up. Tennessee is on a bye this weekend, is or an off weekend. So Alabama and uh, Texas A and M will be battling for the West during Western division of the SEC. And the winner of that is going to come out pretty much on and top and, 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 and controls their own destiny as far as getting to the SEC championship game. Um, and it used to be that this would just be, okay, just who's, who's the next victim of Bama's role. But this year is being a – been a little bit different. That's bit right. Now, so. this Bama is a two and a half point favorite, and they go to Texas A and M, and they play at two thirty on CBS this Saturday. Um, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit. How much we got left in this? Got about a minute okay. left in this. Uh, we're not. We're not going to break into. It. We're going to talk about that on the backside a little bit. We've got NFL tonight as the uh lowly 0-4 Chicago Bears and Justin Fields go to the surprisingly decent 2-2 two two Washington Commanders tonight. The Commanders are favored by 6.5, let's say 7 points with a 44.5 total. Uh, we've got an 8-ball pick for that tonight. Um, and then we're going to talk just a little bit about the Titans going to Indianapolis. And guess who Indianapolis gets back this weekend? Mr. Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, their their star running back, who they've had a little bit of a problem with earlier in the season. Um, he was banged up last season, but he's going to be ready to go on Sunday. We're going to talk about that on the backside. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake in the studio with Coach Mike, and uh, we'll be right back. This is Coach Traders Dahl from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Foster Insurance Agency is a locally owned independent agency and a proud member of the insurers of Tennessee. Foster represents many top-rated insurance companies such as Auto Owners Insurance. The great team at Foster has been servicing Columbia and surrounding areas in Middle Tennessee since 1952 and offers many commercial and personal insurance products. Call Mike Ford or Jimmy Ford today at 931-388-8365 or stop by their convenient location at 204 West 4th Street in Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joining the studio by Coach Mike on the boards. 
and it is Thursday. We are getting ready for tonight's Murray County Middle School Championship game between the Whitthorn Middle School Tigers, coached by our fellow employee, Coach James Dickinson, right here at 101.7 FM, WKOM. And the Tigers will be taking on the Battle Creek Bears. The Battle Creek Bears are 7-1 with their only defeat coming to uh, Whitthorn in week three, 22-8. And Whitthorn is undefeated, Coach, and looking pretty good this year. Looking really, like really said, strong this year. They've got good size on their offensive line, probably running the ball pretty well, uh, tough to stop. They've got a – the big thing they've got is they've got three viable threats in their backfield. And uh, that's hard for a middle school team to stop. You can't really concentrate on one person uh, to you know, as, as a key. And, and Coach Dickinson has been doing a really good job of mixing up who's who's kind of the feature right. player. Right. Actually, from series to series. Right. It's not from game to game. It's from series to series. And uh, getting you know spreading out a lot of touches. And it makes it tough on a defense. Well, know. that game that game kicks off at six thirty tonight at Lindsey uh, Nelson Stadium, right out there at the Murray County Park, right next to Columbia Central High School, on Jim Cartwright Field. Um, and uh, we will have a game day show that starts right here on one hundred one point seven at five o'clock, and that will run up until kickoff at six thirty. So load the family up, get them out to the. Uh, Lindsey Nelson Stadium tonight and uh, watch a great, great game between two good uh, middle school teams as they vie for the Murray County Championship Trophy of uh, middle school football. Now, uh, as we said earlier, the Vols are off this weekend. Uh, they are getting ready to take on A&M, Texas A&M, who Bama plays this weekend at A&M. Uh, and then after A&M, the Vols have Alabama and at Alabama and at Kentucky, so that little that little three game stint for the Vols is will, going to be the tester, right? Yeah. It, it will tell it yeah. will tell Vol fans and the nation and the world where the Vols stack up this year, uh, football wise. I mean, that's just all there is yeah. to it. Um, and then after that, they'll they still got the the, the hookup with Georgia down the road yeah. after that. But so, I'm saying but these, those three games. You're right. Those three that 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 these, row of three games right there might is not going make any be, difference. What happens in Georgia? Yeah, depending on how uh, how the balls come out with yeah. that that three game and little run right there. They seem to be getting so. their act together <clears throat> at about the right at, at about the right time. So it's it's going to be an interesting uh, setup this week. They're going. I'm sure he's going to use it to get healthy. Uh, they, they do get. They did get uh, Cooper Mays back. Uh, at center, and that has made a dramatic difference in the performance of Tennessee. Yeah, he's kind of he's, de he's definitely the quarterback of that uh, offensive line. And, you, know, and so. you can tell you can tell how much more efficient they are with him uh, in the middle of it. Okay, so um, the balls are off, like we said. Now, Bama travels to Texas A and M, and this is kind of the battle for the Western Division of the SEC. Uh, Bama is a two and a half point favorite according to Vegas. And Jimbo Fisher hired offensive coordinator Bobby Petrino, and you all remember that name. He was at Louisville, hired by Arkansas, then got caught on his motorcycle with an extra rider on the back that they wrecked. <laughs> and 
Uh, he kind of was let, <laughs> he was let go from Arkansas, but, um, but let me tell you what, uh, since they got Bobby Petrino, A&M's averaging 38 points a game. They're 16th in the country, Coach. 16th in the nation in scoring. Now, they don't have Connor Wegman. They're, they're, they're number one quarterback. He's out, with I believe, with a torn ACL and will not play this season. But they do have a 6'5", 6'5", Max Johnson uh, under center. And Johnson is a transfer, or they got him from LSU. Now, he is at... Uh, A&M running the offense, he can scramble, he can throw. Um, I don't know. You know, I would say Wegman and Johnson are about even money as far as talented at quarterbacks. But we'll find out 2.30 this coming Saturday. And, you know, it will be one year, Coach, that Jalen Milrow, the quarterback for Alabama, started – his first game for Alabama. Um, and that was against A&M. He, his first career start was against A&M. They, he won 24-20 in Tuscaloosa. Uh, he scored three touchdowns but was responsible for three turnovers, which is one interception. Sounds like Jameis Winston for the Saints. Yeah. Uh, one interception and two fumbles. Um, oh, fumbles. That's even – Two phone. This Saturday's you know, interceptions are, sometimes are acceptable because of circum, you know, tip circumstances or you know your receiver. Fumble is you're the one that has control of that football. You don't. You, you know, got to hang on. To you got to get. You can't this, give it up. This Saturday's Saturday's meeting with the Aggies in College Station will mark 364 days since that night that he started against the Aggies in Tuscaloosa, and. uh you know, this week he kind of offered a little bit of reflection on that on, on last year as we approached this anniversary. And Milrow has said, quote, all the things that happened in that game, I don't take anything for granted and also wouldn't change anything. Those are learning moments for me and allowed me to grow, good or bad. It makes you stronger. So anything, any areas where I messed up playing in that game, I take full ownership for it, and I want to continue to work, work hard, grow, and build. So he's saying all the right things. I was going to say, mean, he's, listening, he's I mean, listening to his coach as far as his speech is concerned. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> he's, he's now, in his last two starts, get this from Milrow. And, and people – you know, people look at Alabama this year and they say, well, they're leaning heavily on their defense because their offense is not quite clicking like like, in, like we're used to Alabama, seeing Alabama's offense click. In, his, in Milrow's last two starts against Ole Miss and Mississippi State, uh, he has completed 82% of his passes. He scored three total touchdowns with one turnover. Um, so, you know – those folks out there, Bama fans, as well as as well as Vol fans, or just football fans that are sitting out there and objectively studying college football, and maybe the Alabama team, you know, maybe maybe Milrow starting, getting benched, then restarting, getting 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 the opportunity to start has kind of has kind of got him focused, and maybe put a little put a little confidence in it. In him because, I mean, 
He's the man now at Alabama. Yeah. I don't. I don't think the. I don't think he's looking over his shoulder well, anymore. No. After after the performance of the two guys that came in behind him, uh, I don't think he's uh, really worried at this point, and he shouldn't be. Uh, and, and that's not all bad, you know. Having that confidence that you know that that you know that you're not going to get benched for every little mistake. And the way things happen, I still believe there was something more than just just his football playing that got him benched in that game. I, I think there was something off the field that uh, happened. He very, Saban, well, he very well could have said Saban, something to a coach, and, and, to Saban, and, who knows? Yeah, and, and, and Coach Saban, to his credit, he's basically if, – if, if it was that, he took care of it in-house. Kept it's going to stay in-house. Didn't call, didn't call anybody out specifically yeah. for it and, and said this is something we take care of as a team, as a coaching staff, and it doesn't need to get out That's into right. the media, on social media, or wherever it and, shouldn't be. And we're left to guess about it. but that's And that's all well and good. But like you said, it also helped focus Milrow. I think it was, all of a sudden it was kind of like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm not the one entrenched here. Right. I can lose this job, and he, he's kind of like, you know, like you said, rejuvenated his focus a little bit, recentered him in a sense, um, given and, and got a vote of confidence yeah. from the from the from from Saban and his staff, which has got to be huge yeah. mentally moving forward. Now, yeah. uh, Texas A and M ranks fifth nationally uh, and lead the SEC in total defense. I did did not know that, Coach. I would two hundred. They give up two hundred and fifty three yards per game. A and M is kind of like my my beloved Oklahoma State Cowboys. They're really strong. Except somewhere along the season, usually about game seven, eight, or nine, they blow it against they somebody. Have somebody they, just they they well, have remember, some kind of brain. Remember their first game know. out of the gate was at Miami. Miami blew them off. Blew yeah. them off the field. So you know, if I'm not, or was that LSU? Oh, I'll take that no, back. It was LSU, wouldn't? It? <laughs> uh, I keep thinking. I'd, so so take. I'll take that back. So and, and, somewhere and, along the line, they're going to trip. There you go. <laughs> I, like I just tripped. Okay, uh, according to Saban, quote Melrose <clears throat> played be- has played better in each game, and uh, Saban thinks he'll continue to do that as he gains experience. He said, according to Saban, he says Melrose very committed to preparing the right way as he gets more comfortable understanding d- defenses. He'll be able to make quicker decision. He's going to be fine, and that's according to Coach Saban. And that, to me, you know, as a, as a coach, that follows all the things you when you you have to kind of slap somebody on the wrist, or you know, you have to kind of set them down and kind of refocus them a little bit. Then one of the things you try to do as a coach, you come back and you build them back up, and you build them up to uh, to the level that you want them to perform at. And he's following the script perfectly, and Milrow is responding like he should. Sure. And so you're seeing things come together. And, and as a coach, you're hoping he'll respond oh, yeah, as that's, he should. That's, you're right. You know, that's the whole, that's the whole thing. Okay. And, and, again, remember, these are, these are still young men, young men sure. <laughs> that uh, are, are doing, you know, performing at a very, right. very high level. You know, even, even when, he's, when he wasn't doing what the fans – he still was performing at a pretty high level. So, uh, you know – I'm glad to see things. You know, it's good for football when Alabama is uh, kind of 
riding that wave. It, it's it's also good for football when Alabama has to struggle a little sure. bit because everybody that that makes that, it a little bit more interesting rather so, than Alabama so just this, rolling this over been, the top. This of has been a good. This has been a good. Uh, a good series of weeks for football in general okay. uh, because I'll of, agree with because that. what's going on. All right. Other, other uh, scheduled games this weekend in the SEC, uh, number 23, LSU, 3-2 and two visits, undefeated, number 21, Missouri. LSU's favored in that game. So watch out, watch out, players. Don't, don't, don't jump on, on Missouri at home at undefeated. Getting four and a half, five points from LSU, thinking that that's just easy money because there's a reason Vegas has LSU favored uh, over undefeated Missouri at Missouri because LSU's still got a pretty good, pretty good football team. Western Michigan visits Mississippi State. Vanderbilt travels all the way down to Gainesville for a three o'clock start against Florida. Florida's favored by eighteen and a half in that ball game, um, and after getting shellacked up at Kentucky, people might be thinking, eh, Vanderbilt might hang in there. Well, you know what? Vanderbilt's not very good. They're terrible defensively, and they're not that great offensively. So I wouldn't put too too much of your heart into Vanderbilt uh, keeping that game close. Or your money. <laughs> now, one of the mo- more interesting games of the weekend, uh, and that starts at 6 o'clock Saturday night, will be Kentucky, number 20 Kentucky, at Georgia. And that uh, Georgia's a 14 and a hook, 14 and a half point favorite. And, uh, you know, Kentucky, it, Kentucky's gone down to Georgia and given them, given them fits before. I'm not saying they're going to do it Saturday night because that place is going to be raucous by 6 o'clock. All those drunk Bulldog fans just raising total hell down there. Well, this is one uh, of those. And one two, of those un, two undefeated teams, 5-0 and 5-0, and and 20 versus number one at – in Athens, I mean, prime time. It's going to be. It's, it's going to be, be on. It, this is one of those few games where we're going to find out what is real about both teams. Yeah, is is Kentucky? You know, are the, they for real? Are they for real? Are, are they are they able to play with the big boys? How Georgia played last weekend and then, offensively and and kind of yeah. kind of farted around with Auburn a little yeah. bit. It, are they for real? At, and at then, number it, one? then Georgia can't. You know, again, is, is Georgia? Everything they're touted up to be as the number one team, there you go. can they can they face a strong, a very physically strong and aggressive Kentucky team? Arkansas visits number sixteen, Ole Miss. That should be a pretty good good game. Ole Miss favored by around twelve points. And the teams that uh, have a bye, like we said earlier, or an off weekend, is tennis number twenty two Tennessee. Uh, they're four and one. South Carolina's two and three, and Auburn's three and two. They're all going to take the weekend off. So that's kind of uh, that's kind of our slate of SEC action coming up this weekend, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Oklahoma Texas on the backside of the break, and then we're going to talk some Major League Baseball. So we've still got some stuff, and we're going to talk um, Magic Eight Ball picks for tonight for college and Thursday night football tonight between the Bears and the Commanders. We'll be right back on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake. He's Coach Mike. Hang tight. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. 
celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. Want to give y'all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. 
In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. I got a feeling that tonight's going to be a good night. That tonight's going to be a good night. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. With Coach Mike on the boards, thank you for joining us. And let's jump right into this. The Red River Shootout in Dallas, Texas will be at 11-8, kickoff at 11 a.m. Saturday morning between uh, University of Oklahoma and the University of Texas. Um, and, Coach, that should be a terrific game. That, that game is played – at the Texas State during the Texas State Fair in Dallas under the Big Tech statue. Yeah. <laughs> and those people will be eating baskets and baskets of fried Oreos. I yes. Think they, you know, uh, and a lot of people wonder, uh, you know, that why do they always play uh, that? Why do they always play it in Texas and, and stuff? What you got to understand about Oklahoma recruiting is that a lot of Oklahoma's players come from the North Texas area. North Texas, right. And right. so it's really not you know too far out of their realm. Uh, and Dallas is actually about halfway between Norman and Austin. Well, the SEC, I mean, look at the SEC coach. They, they've, kind of, they've, kind of, they've kind of gone west and gobbled up Texas universities. That's te- yeah. They started with Texas A&M in 2012. They yeah. started working on Texas A&M. Now they've got University of Texas, and now they've got Oklahoma. But but let me tell you something about Oklahoma. The reason, but like you just said. And Arkansas. Don't forget Arkansas okay. being swallowed up in the right. old Southwest Conference. But Oklahoma and why people kind of consider that part of Texas is because, like you said, uh, so much of North Texas – is involved with the University of Oklahoma football program from recruiting to uh, people watching it. Uh, As a matter of fact, I would say there's probably sections of North Texas that are more Oklahoma Boomer Sooner fans than they are University of Texas Longhorn or Aggie fans. Would you would yeah. you say that? Yeah, uh, growing up in Oklahoma, uh, I always again when I first started paying attention to that, I always wonder why do they. Why don't they play that in Oklahoma every so often and, and stuff like that? And then as I learned more about the recruiting and the and the the range of the Oklahoma influence, uh, I figured out that North Texas is a lot of Sooner fans there because so many kids come out of that area. And you know Fairbanks and Switzer both did a heavily heavily recruited out of that that Dallas Fort Worth sure. and North area, which has got some really good football. Absolutely, in, in the does. Texas. In well, Texas. you know who's going to be in attendance tomorrow for the Red River Shootout between Oklahoma Taylor and Swift? Texas? <laughs> no, Taylor Swift will not be there. SEC, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey and his team will attend the OU Texas game tomorrow. Guess who will not be there? Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark will not attend the game tomorrow. 
And this is still a big. This is this is this is this year. This is still a Big Twelve. This is it. This is yeah. it. But this is what it looks like. I mean, the, this is the last year of the Pac-12. This is pretty much the 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 exiting of of two of the main players in the Big Twelve, and that is Oklahoma and Texas as they move to a 16-team expanded SEC next year. So this is what it looks like. The commissioner of the SEC will be at this game. The commissioner of the Big 12 will not be at that game. And that's kind of big news. I mean, you know, and guess where the guess where next year SEC media days will be? Probably. You know when all the we you know when all the coaches get together right. before football season and talk about their teams. You know where that's going to be next year? My guess would either be Dallas or Austin. Dallas, Texas. That's what I thought, yeah. Dallas, Texas is going to host the SEC Media Days next year. So move over, Texas. SEC has come in, and they've pretty much gobbled up gobbled up the uni- the universities that they wanted to, to get, you know. Yeah, and the, and uh, the Big 12 – Actually, the Big 12 is coming out of this a little bit stronger than what most people thought. They Again, they figured out that once they lost Oklahoma and Texas, they, they, they were actually talking about the demise of the Big 12, much like what happened with the Pac-12. Uh, and uh, we're, uh, so they were able to get some teams in with some strength uh, and, and kind of rebuild their brand. Uh, at well, the I, expense, at the expense of the Pac-12. Well, in some I, def- I definitely think the SEC went in there and, and they knew who they wanted. Oh, they, yeah. And the three strong and the and the three strongest universities from that region, football wise, yeah. uh, viewership wise, uh, are Tradition. are OU, <laughs> Texas, and Texas A&M. A&M. I mean, you know, if you're gonna, and, if you're going to add, if you're add three horses, fourth. if you're going to add three horses, and Arkansas to your runs state. a close fourth, yeah, and, and and Arkansas has had a big history in that, and and I'm referring to the old Southwest Conference, uh, right. and the Big Eight, what used to be the old Big Eight, and, and the Big Twelve kind of swallowed up both of those. The SEC kind of got some of them. And so now yeah. you kind of get the you got what made the Southwest Conference famous in a sense has been uh, absorbed by the SEC, and uh, which is just going to make them a stronger uh, make it a stronger uh, uh, conference. Though the 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 Big Twelve is coming out a little better than what most people thought they would. There you go. Yeah. Okay, other other top twenty five action this week in Maryland five and zero. Uh, with Baby Tua at quarterback. Uh, visits number four, Ohio State. Ohio State's a 20-point favorite. Uh, that game could be a little bit closer. Mm, I, I don't know. Maryland, like you said, they could be they could be fronting, as, as people yeah. say. Who knows? 5-0. and oh, And like I said, number 12, Oklahoma is at 5-0, and oh, is at number three, Texas, who's also 5-0. and oh. Then that game starts at 11 in the morning. So you'll get your viewership, you get your football Jones fix taken care of early Saturday morning. Uh, number 13, Washington State goes to UCLA. Uh, Florida State's number five there at home against Virginia Tech. That's 2.30 start. Um, Kentucky, Georgia, Saturday night, 6 o'clock. Georgia's at home against number 20, Kentucky. Both teams undefeated. Um, so there's some good games out here. Notre Dame goes to undefeated Louisville. Uh, Notre Dame's favored by a touchdown there. Um, so there's some really good, uh, good matchups, good quality so. matchups this weekend for your Saturday slate. 
And uh, I'll tell you what, we've got tonight, just like last night, we got a couple of college games. It was weird having two games, college games on Wednesday night, but I was lucky enough to bet over in both of them, and they both uh, returned me a little bit on my bet, so I was happy with that. Sam Houston tonight is 0-4, visits 4-0 Liberty, and Liberty's favored by 21. That game starts at 6. Western Kentucky Hilltoppers at 3-2 are at Louisiana Tech, who is 3-3, and the Hilltoppers are favored by 6 with a 60.5 total on that. I kind of like the over the 60.5. Hilltoppers can put up some points and, and not really keep the other team out of the end zone. Now, tonight in the NFL, uh, 0 and 4 Chicago visits the 2 and 2 decent Washington Commanders. The Commanders are favored by 6.5 to 7 points. That game starts on Prime, Amazon Prime Network at 7.15. Um, this weekend, the Titans visit Indianapolis. You know, Indianapolis has lost five straight. They're ready to win to a ball. The, to the Titans. Uh, are they five straight I want to over the season? I, I want to say that it's five straight. Well, anyway, no. they've lost. It, it's either to the Titans or they I think lost. it's to the Titans in Indianapolis. Okay. Uh, I heard somebody talking about that the other day. That, okay. That, uh, well, they're ready to change that. Yeah. You know, and uh, Jonathan, of course, they, they're getting back Jonathan Taylor. And they've also said, Jonathan Taylor said, look, you know, I'm committed to Indianapolis. I'm here. I've been injured. I'm ready to go. I'm here playing for Indianapolis. I'm committed to Indianapolis, even though that he had trade talks and wanting to trade earlier in the preseason during training camp. Uh, now he's coming back, and I look for him to play well. I mean, you know, that's how he makes money is by running the ball yeah. well. He he didn't do he didn't even, do himself he didn't not, do himself any yeah. good by sulking, sitting on the bench, right. and not playing 100. percent Even if he's you know just putting on a front about his commitment to. Uh, to Indianapolis, he is committed to his career. He is committed to football. That number, and he wants to put up a good show in case he does want to move on. That number uh, between the Titans and Indianapolis is at a pick with a forty-three total, and that kicks off Sunday at noon uh, tonight. The Bears have the second worst defense in the, in the NFL. It just depends on who you trust more: Washington's offense or the Bears' offense. I trust Washington the way they've looked. Uh, Chicago's defense has two sacks and the third lowest pressures, uh, quarterback pressures in the NFL at 15%. Look for your TD scores tonight. Logan Thomas tied in for Washington and Darnell Moody for Chicago. You can probably get some pretty good odds on them scoring the TD. And the uh, Magic 8-Ball for tonight says take Western Kentucky over Louisiana Tech. Take the Washington Commanders over the Bears. And go under in the Bears-Commanders game, under 43. This has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake for Coach Mike. We're back on 4 o'clock tomorrow. You all have a great night.